been a year of unprecedented changes. Fear and anxiety have run high and we're doing all we can to make sure we're all safe and healthy. We've been wearing masks, we've been social distancing, we've stayed home, and now we're getting vaccines. But at the end of the day, there's only one who can keep you safe. Join me this week as I talk about how God will keep you safe. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. When times get to be a little rough, many of us will look to Psalm 91 as a comfort in a prayer over our homes. From the outset of this psalm, we're reminded that God is our place of rest, our place of safety, and we are assured that he will rescue us from the trap of the enemy. And the verse that we have all been clinging to this past year is this one, he will protect you from deadly disease. But I can't help but wonder how many of us have clung to those verses of promise, but only given verses one and nine a glance. Here's what they say. Verse one says this, those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. And verse nine says this, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter. See, it's so very easy to forget that we have to position ourselves for the protection afforded by this psalm. We must dwell or live with God daily. And when we live in his house, the only thing that gets through the front door is what God allows to come in. Living with him includes reading his word, doing what his word says, trusting him no matter what, and spending time talking to him in prayer. It means heeding those little checks in your spirit that look like doubt when you're not sure what to do. All this week on the prayer sheets, we are praying over our children these principles of protection in God's word. And we're going to be unpacking this in our daily devotions so that we can position ourselves for God's protection. Today though, let's look at five ways we can position ourselves for protection from God. The first thing we need to remember is what Proverbs 30 verse five promises. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. If you're like most of us, you've been frantically cleaning, washing, distancing, and all the things to keep yourself and your family safe. Fortunately though, for those of us who claim Jesus as Lord, we can trust that every word of God proves true and that he is a shield to all who come to him for protection. That all sounds great until the rubber meets the road, right? Like it has for us this past year. This has been a season where God is asking you, do you believe everything in my word to be true and do you fully trust me? Those are the questions I have asked, had to ask myself lately. I've, I've been challenged by the Holy Spirit to look back over my emails I've been sending you, to look at, at those prayers that I've been sending, and to look at my social media posts about the truths and promises of God that I've been sharing. And I believe he's challenging you too. Do the words you've spoken to others, either personally or maybe through your social media, still ring true in your life 
when you're walking in uncertainty. My challenge for you today is to browse through your social media for the last year or so. Are you walking out the truths of your posts? Second, we must believe, like our ancestors did, that God is our shield. Look with me at Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Here's what it says. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them, for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Here in Deuteronomy, Joshua is the new leader of the Israelites and the one to lead them into the promised land. I bet he was shaken in his boots, just like you have, thinking about what God has called them to do. How in the world would he fill Moses' shoes? Just like God called Joshua to the task, he's calling you to the task of leading your family into the promised land on the other side of the hard things he's called you to do. But to do that, he's asking you to do a few things. So let's break this verse down just a little bit. Number one, he's commanding you to be strong and courageous. Number two, he's commanding you to not be afraid or panic when the hard times come. Number three, he is promising you that he will personally go ahead of you in any situation you find yourself. And number four, he promises that he will never fail you and he will never abandon you. These are four directives for leading your family through any crisis. Are you up to the task? Here's something for you to ponder today. Are you confidently leading your family through crisis with the help of God? Third, we often forget that the battle isn't ours. God fights for us as we are reminded in Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. Here's what that says. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Here the Israelites had just escaped the heavy hand of their taskmasters, the Egyptians. I bet they were excited to be free. I know I would be. And then things take a turn for a worse and Pharaoh changed his mind. He and his army were now in hot pursuit to return the Egyptians back to their slavery. And what did the Egyptians do? They panicked. You and I are so much like them. Life had been good. The economy had been booming. And even in hard times, we really haven't been doing all that bad. Just like that, the bottom can completely fall out of the life we know. Just like it did with the Israelites when they found themselves up against the Red Sea with the Egyptians barreling down on them. The people did just what our country has done over the last year. They panicked. Thankfully, the Israelites had Moses as their leader because Moses had learned what to do. He learned to trust God. He knew that God would fight for them and he told them to do the most irrational thing, to stay calm. Why? Because he knew the Lord would fight for them just as he had before. Fourth, I often imagine what it looks like to have angels watching over me like Psalm 34, 7 says. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. There are many accounts in the word of God where he has sent his angels to minister to his people. In fact, the writer of Hebrews starts out assuring us in Hebrews 1.14 that angels are servants sent to care for the people who will inherit salvation. 
He ends the book reminding us in Hebrews 13 too that we have entertained angels without even realizing it. I have heard countless stories from people I know of angels that have ministered to them in their time of need. And God's angels are assigned to minister to you and your family as well. His angels are a guard that surround and defend all who fear God. And there is the caveat again, all who fear God. You must position yourself to receive the protection of the angels and you do that by fearing God. The temptation for you in times of crisis is to fear all that's going on around you. I wanna challenge you today and always to fear only God. Then watch his angels guard you and your family. And finally, I wanna leave you with this promise in Psalm 18:30, God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. Are you like Job who fully and completely trusted God, though God slayed him? Yes, you heard that right. God gave Satan permission to take everything from Job but his life. God was the one who suggested it. Or are you holding white knuckles to everything you believe to be yours so that God would have to pry it, pry it out of your hands like a toddler with a lollipop? You see, until you get to the place where you fully and completely believe that God's way is perfect and that his promises are true no matter what, you will be fighting God tooth and nail through any crisis that you find yourself and you know what? You're going to be exhausted. You have to do your part. You should never presume upon the grace of God because that's a very dangerous place to walk. He promises when you look to him, he will be your shield of protection. Will God protect us? Absolutely he will. Do we have to do our part for that to happen? Yes, we do. As you ponder what we've talked about today, ask yourself if you are positioning yourself for God's protection over you and your family. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so, so much for your protection. Help us to remember that we have a part in that. We have a responsibility. We need to place ourselves under you, submitted to you, in order for that protection to be afforded. Lord, thank you for my listener. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for them today. I pray that you would give them strength and courage to walk alongside of you and to trust you in your protection. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>